0: Welcome to another week's edition of world. Good Band, Bad Band, where it's we talk tried. about two it's musical artists whose names sound similar, well, I, but the music specific. sounds uh, very different. This week, and, uh, just we're talking to, about you know, the Lil, us, Dickie, there, Dale. I just I'm Jared, Caleb, and this is Tyler. That was uh, Lil Dicky with his song "Earth." It came out in April of 2019. It was a charity single. He called it the most important thing he'll ever make. I read a lot of the article on that, and it was it was quite quite the read. I've mm-hmm. got to say, it was like a whole lot of information about how like he. Thinks he sees that he's like a very unlikely person to be involved in a charity mm-hmm. and he's like, "I wanted to get involved in it because I'm ignorant on the issue, and so maybe someone who's ignorant on the issue can help other people who are ignorant on the issue interesting, which is a really weird concept and yeah. like the other thing that I will say, and I think this is like like okay, so obviously obviously the song is great is it is just so good it's, uh-huh. it's great, yes but it's a song that's, like, kind of speaking for, like, climate change and, like, you know, environmentalism and all that kind of stuff. No, it's not. No, not really. No, it's not. It's like, just various characters sung, I, sung by famous people. I'm a baboon. Like, yes, your anus yeah. is huge is supposed to convince me to recycle? Like, yes, indeed.
1: You found it to be great? Was that sarcasm? Thank goodness.
0: It is it is probably the worst song of 2019.
1: It's it's horrible. It's really not good at all.
0: It's a it's a pretty pretty awful song. It's it's for me a guilty pleasure. Oh, I like this
1: song. I I
0: know it's bad, but I have uh, learned the parts for the most part. When you say you've learned the parts, do you mean like you know all the words, all of who they are and what they do?
1: Oh, uh, okay. Hi,
0: I'm a zebra. Hi.
1: Yeah, that's all. That pretty
0: good. All of those. That Kanye West. Yeah, that's. Uh, that sucks. That's Kevin uh, Hart. Kevin Hart oh, as you know it's Kanye so well West. Because Kanye was supposed to be in it. And so they replaced Kanye with Kevin Hart. There's all kinds of people in it. Uh, every Everyone, basically. Everyone. Bieber, basically. Grande, yep. Halsey, Zach Brown, Brendan Urey, Haley Steinfeld, Wiz Khalifa, Snoop Dogg, Kevin Hart, Adam Levine, Sean Mendez, Charlie Puth, Sia. Miley Cyrus, Lil Jon is the clam, Rita Ora, Miguel, Katy Perry, Lil Yachty, Ed Sheeran, uh, the Backstreet Boys play the credits, and Leonardo DiCaprio's in there too. It's his favorite song You're... ever. It's La Leo's. Yeah, he said that in the video. He says, "I mm. think this is my favorite song ever." Wow, That's
1: I nice. think he's. I think someone paid him off. Uh, well, well he, it's, he's,
0: it's, it's his charity yes he has been oh, uh, oh. A, a champion for environmentalism for yes, a long yes. time leo has and somehow he got connected to lil Dicky yeah I don't get it well the funny thing is is that like it's uh, from when I was reading the article that it was kind of his interview about the song earth um basically what he was saying was was that he was wanting to just make a song that was from the perspective of animals and like that was it that was all he was gonna do, and then as he was working on like the concept of the song, he landed on this, um, like all these uh, environmental issues, and he's like, "Oh, there's there's a lot more under the surface of this than I even realized." Because he's like, he said, "I think he said he's like intentionally unaware," is really the way he described oh, no. it, which is not great, um, no, not good. But he um, he started to realize. So I'm assuming that he reached out to make it a kind of, like, you know, big um, charity-type song rather than just, like, some dumb song about animals. But it's actually both. So we should also go ahead and preface. Uh, I mean, we've played a, a bit of the song Earth, and perhaps that's what most people know from Lil Dicky, but maybe we should actually talk about who Lil Dicky is. Oh, yes. Uh, He's he, Dave. He, yeah, Dave. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dave. Yep. Uh, he is a, a professional rapper. He's a Jewish uh white male and he used his bar mitzvah money to uh, pay for his rap career to start his rap career. Is
1: that did you did you cross reference is that verified? It's I'm pretty in a, sure it's, it's true. One of the songs. I'm pretty sure it's true. It's in a song. I know it's in one he, of the he songs. He talked
0: about it on the show uh Dave, which is his FXX show uh which I watched Almost all of the first season. I have like one episode left. I was that watching it with the uh, dearly departed Dax. And then once <laughs> he uh, left uh, the show and our lives, <laughs> I never was able to finish the series. For that, I'll never forgive him. Uh, Amen. And so, like, because I know the last episode is really good because in the last episode, he does this freestyle that's supposed to be uh, like a really good freestyle on the show and i want to see it but i haven't so i'm going to do that when we get done with this episode that's Why what, didn't you that's do my it before research before this episode that's my research <laughs> i don't know you could have talked about the freestyle which i it will is what say it is. he's very good at freestyling yes very very good at freestyling yes cuz he doesn't take himself too seriously he comes in uh with both prepared and off the top uh rhymes mhm and I, I like him. That's one of the like the things I go and try and find of his the most. Yeah. Uh, he is a YouTube rapper. Yes. Primarily. Like, yes. he has an, one album. He's supposed to be making another album. But he's, like, a comedian, rapper, artist, whatever. Like, he, he has several different things. Jack of all trades, master of none, you could argue. Right. But I am trying to remember the first thing that I, I saw of his uh, – Caleb, do you have any recollection of what you saw first? Oh yeah, it was "Let Me Freak." Let me freak. Definitely, let me freak. Yeah, I, I had a friend who liked the song and showed it to me, and I, I was like, actually, this, like, I don't actually dislike "Let Me Freak." I think it's an okay song. I think it's good. I too. think it's got a funny video because that's he's, the thing we were going to talk about. This yes, is that he's more of a visual artist to begin with. Like, mm-hmm. his humor is kind of wrapped up in what's going on in the video. And Earth is a great example of that. Not that, that I think it's particularly and funny. And Freaky but, Friday. Is terrible when you're just listening to it because awful. the yeah, context doesn't make is. any sense. Yeah it's, awful. yeah,
1: it's really bad. I I was going to bring that up as well. That that's the even, video well, honestly, is great. Even save that money is really bad. Yeah, um, by comparison, I, I I mean I don't really like Little Dicky that much, but even I can admit that the, the videos are when you're like when you watch the music video and hear the music in the video, it's much better than just listening to it. Just right. listening to it sucks. Honestly, yeah,
0: yeah. some of the stuff is a little bit like. um uh molly is a great song that has brendan uri in it like that's a good song that you don't need the video for the video really has nothing to do with the song and it's one of the few times where they're separate uh and i don't know i agree freaky friday is a song with chris brown where lil dicky good lil dicky changes bodies with chris brown uh a la freaky friday and so they're singing from each other's perspectives. And so Lil Dickie's like, oh, wow, I have all this money. Why do I have to take care of this kid? Can I say the N-word? Can I say the N-word? Yeah. I have a way bigger penis now. Various things. Yeah. And then Chris Brown's all the, like. All the
1: typical go-to. I could have told you he's going to say that stuff. Yes.
0: Yeah. And then Chris Brown is like, hey, people don't hate me. They don't look at me and despise me because I'm a piece of yes. crap. Right. Uh, and, you know, like, I can do whatever I want. I don't have all these responsibilities. I can just sit around in my underwear and smoke weed. Who cares? So, which I'm sure Chris Brown could probably do. But, yeah, the song is not very good. The music video is makes it a little bit better, more a digestible. But it is a bad mm-hmm. song. It's It sucks because Lil Dicky has two really bad songs. Really bad songs and also yeah. like okay so we we haven't talked about this yet but if we're talking about lil dicky not being good but uh this song is actually like it's it's a fun story is pillow talk mm-hmm. which is a 10 minute long song the video is also interesting but this one like actually you can listen to without having to only see the video like i think that one kind of stands up on its own okay because it's a, it's more of a dialogue between him and this girl and but except he's doing you know all of the dialogue um and so, like, you can kind of actually see what's going on in their, like, conversation without seeing the visuals of everything, but that song is also featuring Brain, and Brain then released an EP, which is just Lil Dicky making, like, kind of an obnoxious, I don't even know what voice. Like, it's, let's play a little bit of Brain specifically, shall we?
1: About Brain
0: i don't like that voice. Nah. I will say Somebody... before we Because I, I feel as though we spent a lot of time trashing little dickie. Yes and i did mention that he's pretty good at freestyling yes and i had intended on playing a freestyle but then we kind of went in a different direction and that's okay but i'd like to return and give him a chance to prove to you dear listeners that little dicky does have quite a bit of talent in terms of his impressive flow and his lyrical content when he's actually trying to have those things instead of being kind of intentionally ridiculous so oh my god i'm popping
1: out in Europe. Oh, they Slipping, gotta wipe the floor up. I'm the type of dude that never liked the corn. I give no fucks. I'm farting at the urinal. Mama used to call me Davy Wavy. Twenty years later, Davy Wavy. I'm Russell Westbrook, the guard changer. Still push the same car, baby. All oh, whip still on the map. New bitches in the back. They've been fucking with the kid for a minute. Oh, my, my, got him looking like they're about to go and let a motherfucker in a rip it like a ticket. I'd be going to bed like this. I don't even gotta go and pretend on this. I don't even got a trip. Still in that London apartment, like, hey, my girl, the like she got Parkinson's.
0: Like, if he was just being kind of like that all the time where he was kind of witty and would make jokes in between i think he'd be like a really really good rapper but he's not he kind of like toys with like kind of always being on rather than just kind of using it as a tool within his arsenal i guess Mm -hmm. because he is actually very creative and funny he's Mm -hmm. just the problem is is when you're doing it over the top and you're only doing a comedy thing because I, I know I was talking to you, Jared, recently about how I don't think that like you can really make a comedy album that like stands up for like you know like long term. Like it ends up being a case if you make a comedy album, like maybe people think it's kind of funny for like a couple listens, but then they never want to come back to it because the jokes are old now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Go I'm trying on. To think how like how I want to now <clears throat> I want to say like sure. They're just not that good to begin with, you know what I mean? Like, it's not a joke that is. There's no complexity in any of it. It's all kind of stuff that is predictable in a way, and they just throws all of it together.
0: You I would I mean? would agree. Like, cause like, let me freak. Like, you know, it's again like the visual aspect is kind of fun sometimes, but it's like my dick doesn't work because I'm old. Come back to my right. house and eat pizza and smoke weed. The B movie. Hmm. <laughs> That part, I actually, yeah, that, I that's bee. probably my favorite part of the whole song is when he's like, I turned off The Departed to watch a movie about a bee. But, and then the, yeah. the, the, the camera pans and it's clearly the bee movie on the TV. And I'm like, cool. Let's talk about the bee movie some more. You like jazz? <laughs> but Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I hmm, Go ahead.
1: He just doesn't. I just don't like it's not like he's the first person to try to do this kind of thing. And it's just kind of like he you have the ability, but for some reason you've decided to use it to do to try to do funny things like that's the way that you're trying to get into it because he had like, for instance, he has some more serious songs or like it seems more serious. I mean, I thought Molly seemed more serious, even like professional rapper is kind of joking, but there's a bit of seriousness to it. I would um. agree. But I don't think that, like, even when I listen to, I know you said you like Molly and Jared, but it's just like, I don't like that song. I don't even think it's that good. And it's supposed to be his serious song. And then it's kind of like a questioning of, are you trying to be serious or are you not trying to be serious, Lil Dicky? Because both those songs are on the same album. Cause he only has one on Professional Rapper, which is an hour and a half long. Like it's right long. It's very
0: bloated. That album is bloated and it should have a lot less tracks. But yeah. There's some really, really poor tracks on there, but I will say I showed Jared this the other day. Um, Like, there's actually a really good song, like somehow hidden in this album. Like, if you actually spent the hour and a half to get to the near the end of the album, you would accidentally find something that's pretty good. Uh, The antagonist two is like actually his serious song. Like, if you think like, oh yeah, Molly is kind of like him being kind of like, I don't know, showing himself off. The Antagonist too is actually him like taking himself seriously and making a real song that is actually pretty good. So I'll play a little bit of The Antagonist too. What
1: you doing? Like everything, don't shoot down my pair of wings Let me just smoke my Mary Jane I'll just hold my marriage hand And that coin flip so damn American Ever take a walk in the street? Sit up in the middle of the median And they come and go and they come and go My ship and bump and my ship and dope But I'm missing something, I'm kissing hoes And I'm missing something, I'm switching rolls And I'm pissed to something, I'm drifting slow I got zip files zip file, zip file, zip file. And I know if I click them they gonna unlock How do I know that though? I wasn't taught I guess the shit that you learn on the job my permanent
0: I, I actually like that song like, like a legitimate like of the song Not just like, oh yeah I guess it's okay You know, I... You know, it, it fits with like a video format. Like, it's actually like just kind of a gen, general good song. So,
1: well, he's got one.
0: He's got one.
1: I'm <laughs> not, nah, I'm just not into him. I don't know. Like, I think it's fair. If, if you can't dedicate yourself to being all not serious or all serious, it, like, you don't have to be all of one, I guess, but you have to be like pretty clear on what's happening here because I honestly don't think. On his like not serious songs, I don't even really like the beats or anything that much. I don't like like the rest. I don't like the musical aspect very much. I think it's kind of basic and it, like just lines up with a lot of other stuff.
0: Yeah, that's you fair. Know?
1: And I kind of like he's like the not good weirdo of rap in a way because when I listen to some of his songs, like they he does have like a a mimic of a certain rap styles. Like save that money's kind of like a mumble rap trap type thing to an extent, you know? Yes, right, but. It's, he doesn't do that all the time and i don't think it stands out in that like genre as something that's that interesting no so i don't know
0: that's fair uh he was a double xl freshman in 2016 mm-hmm. along with uh anderson pa kodak black Lil uzi vert 21 savage dave east denzel curry who we've covered a mm-hmm. uh, designer G Herbo and Lil Yachty. Those are all the freshmen of that time. And
1: Kodak black we covered too.
0: Yes. He, yes. I almost, yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah. I don't Bush. like him. I, do like <laughs> I him. don't like, we know, no. we know we, we covered. It. It's okay. We got it. Yeah. Um, what's funny though, is that like, if you watch the, so there's the, it's Lil Dicky, Anderson Pock and designer who are on the double XL video together. Lil Dicky is the best one on the video. Yes. Like, I mean, pretty... Which, like, Anderson Pock is a, um, a phenomenal artist, but he's not really, like, a freestylist. Like, he kind of was, like... I mean, he was doing his style of rapping, but it didn't suit the medium. And so, like, I love Anderson Pock, but, like, Lil Dicky did better in a freestyle style of rapping. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. I think that if you put him in that spectrum of things and you say here's little Dicky he's going to freestyle he's going to go off the cuff he's just going to do his thing well you can't really build a career on that no. like he, he 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 built his career on YouTube like his videos have like multiple millions of views like yes. Earth Earth has 281 million YouTube views crazy that's crazy yes. and then like uh Lemmy Freak has like you know 90 million like I mean he's and that's all on his page yes. so you know he's Monetized, You know, he can make that money. And he might save it, too. He might save it, too. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so I don't know. And he also was able to get some money. He had a Kickstarter back in 2013 that basically he was like, uh, I've out run of out of money. I'm out of money. So uh, this is you guys fund- funding my phase two of my rap career. And he ended up getting like $113,000, and he was only asking for seventy. So. He met his goal, which is nice to do when you live your life, to meet your goals. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I would agree with you with the freestyle thing. I think that his – that is his best quality as a musician, as an artist. Yeah. Um, And then second would probably be the visual aspect of his career. And then – Next would be the you know, like the (laughs) rapping or the, you know, uh, album for like I was excited when professional rapper came out because I had followed him since Let Me Freak, which was like 12, 13 ish. And the album came out in 2015. So, you know, like I had paid attention to Lil Dicky and had paid attention to the singles and the videos and everything. But when the album dropped, I just was like, it's so long. I don't really want to deal with all of this. And it wasn't something I wanted to sit down and listen to that much. I just think, it, to boil it down quickly, I think that Lil Dicky is very talented. I don't think he suits the studio well. Yeah. I don't think he's a studio artist. I think he's good at be- He. It's kind of like, Um. it's a dumb example, but like Oliver Tree, mm-hmm. like today. Yeah. He's a better Oliver Tree, for sure. And from my Probably. perspective, Oliver Tree I find obnoxious. But yeah. like, um, Like he's got the visual aspect. It's better visually. If you keep it on YouTube, you'll make a ton of money I'd probably just keep doing that. If you come to a studio, and your songs sound corny and weird. I just would skip it.
1: I would agree. He also he just says some questionable things, dude.
0: Talks a lot about his dick.
1: He does, but he also, I mean, he calls himself a kike in a in one of the songs.
0: Yeah, that's not which you.
1: Yeah, you probably shouldn't do that. Even like. I don't know. It gets into the argument of perpetuating or turning a negative into a positive, I guess. But it's like... Right. You're using... He calls himself that because he's being very good with money. So it's like you're just perpetuating at this point.
0: Yeah, it's that's fair. I also like... I mean, it, it's hard hard to not say, but it's inescapable. Like, just working with Chris Brown is problematic. Like, being willing yeah. to make a song that's like kind of because like I mean the fun idea is is that Lil Dickie wants to live Chris Brown's life and it's like you want to be Chris Brown like that's right. your first thought of who would I want to do a Freaky Friday with is I'm going to go be Chris Brown <laughs> that's stupid don't do that like yeah. you could have been almost anybody else
1: maybe that's all he could afford is Chris Brown
0: maybe maybe seems like Chris Brown would be a little expensive though, I'd say could have done, could have done multiple rappers that,
1: uh, could have done it. His net worth is $8 million. That's
0: pretty good. Yeah. see like with the show, with the Dave show, he basically was like, look, I don't think I can continue to be a rapper all my life. And so I'm trying to set myself up to be able to continue to be in the entertainment industry and continue to be successful without this medium. And well, he succeeded with it, because that show was critically acclaimed, and it did very well. It was renewed for a second season. I enjoyed it. I think it was it was funny. It was charming. It had really good moments in it. Um, I mean, he actually, from what I could tell, it seemed as though... He had initially wanted to be more of, like, you know, a creative mind in general. He wanted to make, like, visual art. He wanted to make, you know, YouTube videos, that kind of thing. And it just turned out that his rapping skills were a way for him to, like, kind of get into it. Like, he started out working in, like, a some, like, you know, cushy, like, office job initially. And then he actually used his rapping skills to present something, like, at a meeting and they ended up moving him into, like, a, a, a media position at the job. And so he just kind of, like, went with it. It was kind of like, oh, I'm good at this. I guess I should probably use this to my advantage. And then he ended up really enjoying being a rapper. But I don't think it was, like, his first choice. I think it, like, I mean, he kind of says it in Professional Rapper. He's like, I kind of chose to do this. Like, it wasn't, like, his only option. It was just the option he found most appealing at the time. So yeah, I don't I don't see little Dicky being in the position of a uh rapper exclusively making studio albums by any means. I think he's got a lot of other things he's got coming up yeah. in the pipeline. So we ready to move on to old Dick Dale? Yeah. Don't sound too excited about it now. I like Dick Dale. I think there's uh I think there's really only one way to start this. <laughs> two kinds of people in this world there's the people yeah. who say oh hey someone just turned on black eyed peace.
1: <laughs>
0: and then there are the people who say yeah i like pulp fiction
1: yeah i knew that's what was coming next
0: and there are zero people who say yeah i like dick dale <laughs>
1: I'm one. I I I am. I split the last two things that you said. How's that sound?
0: I feel like all I'm saying is I don't think that like like when you listen to misery, like I I hear that song and I don't immediately think like oh yeah that's a really cool Dick Dale song. I'm just like oh yeah I've I've heard that before.
1: Yeah, that's in Pulp Fiction. A uh, spoiler, I believe it's also in Space Jam.
0: Is that right? I don't remember. Yeah, the
1: part where uh, the uh, Yosemite Sam shoots out the alien's teeth.
0: You're right. That is correct. I'm pretty sure you are correct about that. Let's n- never mind. I was gonna say let's let's watch it, but I'm pretty sure like it would just be a visual thing at that point. I mean it's yeah. the song and then you'll hear him go <laughs> bang, bang, bang. Darnation or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: It is in it though. Oh, it's Elmer Fudd's in there with him. Yep. They're both in there.
0: It looks like they're doing a like a men in black kind of look, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. They're doing
1: a men in black. That's they fine. shoot out an alien teeth. The bullets ricochet off their teeth and break and break the teeth. You know, it is what it is. This is video. I actually, no, no. I
0: don't think it's Men in Black. I think they're doing a Pulp Fiction thing. Yeah, you're right. Because oh, it says... That's why they put the this, song in. This video says Space Whoa. Pulp
1: Fiction Jam. I space
0: hate that. Space Pulp Fiction Who Jam. Who would thought
1: that they would, they would sneak a little Pulp Fiction reference into Space Jam? Way to go, boys. That's good. Man. They did it. Just don't turn
0: Porky Pig into a Royale with cheese, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so...
1: I think it's like people don't know what that song is anymore cuz it's I mean it's surf rock it's from the 62 right so it's just we're not we're not at that place anymore those people are no longer well doing we the thing.
0: we were even like briefly at that like it, it, from what I could kind of understand is that like surf rock was kind of like I don't even want to say on the up and up, but like it was kind of moving in a direction, but then everybody got distracted because like the Beatles existed and they were like, Oh yeah, Yeah. surf rock is done. We don't care about that anyway. So
1: yeah. And then the beach boys changed and there you go. Beach boy. This is like different surf rock than beach boys though. This is not like pop stuff. This is like real surf rock, right? Like spaghetti Western. Don't mess around now. I like it. I like surf rock though. I have a thing for it. So
0: Jerry, how do you feel about surf rock? It was okay from what I listened to. It, I I don't like uh, instrumental stuff that much, and that was a lot of what he had as well. Uh, I like Mr. Lou. I think it's a pretty good song. I also found him doing a cover of uh, Ring of Fire, which we should play. Yeah, we can do that. That's pretty good. Later on in his career, he did, uh, like, uh, he had vocals in the tracks and such. Right. And I, what I read was that he his wife, his fourth wife, I believe, uh Kind of swayed him in the way of doing non surf rock things, and more just kind of, I don't what like non surf rock. <laughs> everything other than surf rock. No, not everything. Here's Ring of Fire. <laughs>
1: Fell a ring of fire.
0: it was an interesting cover yep it was interesting. not great but it was interesting do you know who was it uh, was it him singing i believe so that's what it what showed it? I when do- i
1: looked it said uh, vocals by.
0: okay i wasn't sure i mean no one else was featured so i assumed
1: so yeah, like, I think so. He he uh, is known as the the king of surf guitar. So he even brings a little guitar style into that song. He yeah.
0: uh, he wasn't he like he knew like uh the guy who founded Fender and like did a bunch of like actual yeah. like like they they basically said like if if Dick Dale plays it and it blows out a speaker then it's not or if it doesn't blow out a speaker then it's ready for the general public basically.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah, Leo Fender paired with him to test new equipment. And that if he if it withstand Dick Dale, then it's pretty much all right. (laughs) Yeah, he is pretty. I mean, he was known for being pretty loud. The thing is, too, is like in that era, you had like the way to get uh, overdrive sounds is to just crank the amp until like literally can't take it. So you know he's just cranking the the thing as loud as it can possibly go. So
0: yeah, so I will actually I will I will say that I have. I'm not even, I'm not going to say it's like a hot take because I don't think it really matters like that much, you know? Like a hot take is usually like, like everyone's like, Whoa, you really feel like it, it doesn't matter. It's not a hot take. No, it's just an opinion. (laughs) I think, I think that surf rock is dumb. Wow. I think it's just in general. Like, I don't think it sounds dumb. I think it's like, I think it's got a pretty cool sound. But I think the entire concept of surf rock is really, really
1: dumb. Because well, maybe, you don't maybe you don't get it.
0: Uh neither does like 99.9% of the population who doesn't surf. Like, why is there a whole genre around a hobby that very few people actually do? Outside well, of people not, who are like on the coast.
1: Cause it's not really so like it's like it's not called surf rock because it's centered around surfing. It's called surf rock because like The tone out, the tonal quality of the guitars, like the excess reverb and all of that, reminds Uh people of the sea, and it was very popular in California. So, like surf rock was kind of a name given to it because of the tonal quality and like its locale, locale of popularity. And at that point, then it just like became popular with those people in a way, and it be and it kind of, uh, I don't know, continued to do itself. So then, once you're called that, you just kind of like use that imagery from that point on. You know what I mean?
0: Okay, let me can I read you a couple uh tracks from Dick Dale's album King of the Surf Guitar? Yeah, go for it. Uh King of the Surf Guitar, Surf Beat, Summer Surf, Shake and Stomp, uh we've got Secret Surfing Spot, Tidal Wave, Surfing Drums. Are are you feeling are you seeing what I'm going for yeah. here? Did he ever do Surfing Bird? I don't think so, but I do think the trash men were uh, you know. Sure. Wipeout, the huge.
1: Man. Wipeout's a big surf rock song that everyone knows as well, and that's about that is about. I mean, a wipeout is a surfing term, I guess. Yeah. But like most of these are instrumentals or like something that doesn't. You know, it's not about like the music is not about surfing. They're just using the imagery to sell music. You see what I'm saying? But like, to who? Surfers. To surfers. To people. Yeah, who that's like what it. I mean. Like, like so,
0: but like I like. It would be a cool if you were like, yeah, it's like underwater music. Like, sure, like oh. that's an interesting concept. Like you're making music that kind of sounds like it's underwater, but like I'm not gonna go out and make chess music. Like Oh, that'd be good.
1: No, but like this was it was popular at the time. That's the whole thing. Like it was that was it's not like you Sur- know, they're surfing not selling was music popular to at surfers. the time. Is that
0: what you're huh? saying? Surfing was popular at the time.
1: Yeah, this whole idea was popular at the time. Yeah, in the, on the, the coast. The,
0: uh, In the California, the Beach
1: Boys popular. The Beach Boys were surf rock. Where? They were considered surf all rock all over they the country. Albums. They were popular. They have an entire. They have an entire they album. Where... California. Probably. Album?
0: That's my point. Is that it's only like it's a California thing. But if yeah, other but not, people we... like it, that it's not only California. I no, right, I get that's that. My point. But what do you not? What I'm saying is, is that like, okay, what I'm saying is, is that I don't dislike the sound of the Beach Boys. Uh-huh. I think. That like what Dick Dale is doing on guitar sounds cool. But what I'm saying is to market it as surf, which is a weird concept because nobody even does that really. There's so few well, there are people, people that do it. There's so few people who surf and it's so relegated to like the California scene. You don't only have to surf to like it, but right. it's speaking to those people. It's like a but truck it, driving song.
1: Like oh, yeah. stupid. That was too. a thing too
0: like or like swamp
1: uh, swamp rock swamp rock oh, is yeah. it, it's just a name given to it people can like it wherever it's not like only yeah. people in Florida, Louisiana, Alabama and and Mississippi like swamp rock like it's it was just a, they were it was assigned the name of surf rock and then once it is you just use that as a marketing ploy to sell music like you've been labeled that now
0: I just don't see who it's being marketed towards. There's like there's like there's eighteen anyone. there's eighteen people who are like, Oh man, he's singing to me. Like well, playing guitar for me. That's all that's I, all I'm saying. You really want to die on this sword. Uh, I do. <laughs> I do.
1: I'm not even I'm just I I don't have any I can't even there's nothing else I could say about it really.
0: You know Dick Dale I, does karate? <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> what a let's get on. I'm down to move on to that portion. Yes, I did. Yeah, I'm tired I of hearing this right. bullshit. I think he Dick studied. Dill, Dick Dale would have fought me if he, he was studied so uh,
0: Kinpo karate for over 30 years of his life.
1: That's pretty good. He, he kind of had a whole. He's just an interesting dude. Really, he had kind of whole thing. He didn't. He claims that he never used alcohol, drugs.
0: Yeah, and he didn't want uh, any of his uh, crew to do it either.
1: Yep, and then uh, he in 1972 he stopped eating red meat. So uh, he's really jumping on the trains way early.
0: He also didn't release an album for like 30 years. That's pretty wild. yeah, (laughs) Because of the Pulp Fiction thing, it kind of like brought him back in. Uh Uh, And probably his uh, fourth wife, maybe. She was like, hey, I need some more money. You got to go out and play some music. Well, he was sick. When was he sick? He was sick. In the 90s? Well, no, I think it started more in the 2000s. Yeah, but, like that's where the money was a thing. Where he's like, I mean, he was touring up until 2019 when he passed away. Like he mm-hmm. had to keep like touring to make money to pay for his like various illnesses. He also was uh, nominated for a Grammy for his song Pipeline with uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan, another uh, famed guitar player. Um, but it was for Best Rock Instrumental in like '92, I think. But it's pretty crazy to go from a surf rock legend of the 60s, not doing anything for like 30 years. And then when you come back, you get nominated for a Grammy. It's pretty,
1: pretty rad right there. It is
0: pretty rad, dude. Mm. Grab your surfboard. He's still still trying to
1: get on with this. We're trying to like move on. Here we go. He's kind of, he's kind of being, you know, he's kind of being me for a minute here.
0: i uh i will say hey here's here's something that i found to be interesting i'm not sure if either of you would have landed on this um so dick dale performed the song miserly right or how, do you, how do you pronounce the name of that song miserly 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 song, right so uh he wrote that song right I no know. no he's no. not absolutely not that's a song from like 1920 yes, yes. yeah I, I found that interesting i didn't realize that it was such an old song
1: i've yeah, I had he, ad- he adapted it
0: yeah uh, I found a version of the song by uh, Jan August, and it uh, is a very different version. I'm not sure if either of you had a chance to listen to it, but I'm going to play another version, which came before, of this song. Another one. Fascinating stuff, right?
1: It's pretty interesting.
0: It's a whole different version of that song.
1: Yeah, whole different version. It does. I mean, you know, it's interesting. <laughs> wow. I don't know. The only thing that's disappointing about him is that he has, he's got certain things that he just uses all over. He's got the super like the fast repetitive picking style, which is cool, but mm-hmm. it's just like he uses it a lot. Yes. A lot, a lot. Yes. And it's just kinda of like, I don't know. I mean surf rock is kind of known for having a certain type of sound and use of that. Like they do use that a lot. But Right. I don't know. It's I like it. I don't care. I don't care what Caleb says.
0: You can I mean I'm not saying you can't like it. Martin. I'm just saying maybe you're uh you're taking the, the surf the the surf life and you're 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 projecting it onto yourself when you're not even a real surfer, man. Caleb's you can just
1: take the man out of the surf, but you can't take the surf out of the man.
0: <laughs> Caleb's just surfboard listening to it. Ooh, Ooh. Ooh. getting right. on it. I'm a, I'm a wave. I'm a wave on, so we can keep uh, going here. Yeah, so there uh, you go. Mm. Are we uh? Are we out of things to say about Dick Dale? I mean, well, I l- I don't want to beat a dead I mean, like, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, Dick Dale is, like, it was influential to a genre that didn't succeed a whole lot. Well, he was, no, that's not fair. He was influential right. to all of guitar. Sure. Yeah. He was that's on both cool. versions of uh, the Rolling Stone magazine's Best Guitarist. Right. Like, he was on true. it twice. Uh, once, yes. I think he was, like, number 31. Another time, he was, like, 34. Uh, seventy four. Mm-hmm. I could be totally off. I know I saw a number thirty one. He was on the list two times. Their list was very strange to me. I feel like they were two completely separate lists. Oh yeah. Because uh, whoever made the first list put Kurt Cobain at eleven. Oh god. And the person who put oh, who made the second list put Kurt Cobain at seventy four. Huh. Were there enough guitarists that like occurred in that time that were like? Yep, we're just going to have to bunk Kurt Cobain back 60 places. I don't think of Nirvana or Kurt no. Cobain for his guitar work. No. Right? No. Is that a thing?
1: Not, like... No. No. It, it's just a difficult to describe, because there's kind of two ways to look at it. Like One way is, you are technically good at the guitar, mm-hmm. and one way is that... <laughs> you are using the guitar in a way that it's not traditionally used and you're really stretching the guitar to get different sounds or you're like really changing up the way people think about playing guitar or think about song structures or score chord structures like in that regard you can be like a good example of a person who did both of those is hendrix mm-hmm. yeah right so
0: i think he was number one on both lists yeah,
1: yeah be. but like cobain kind of fits into the second category a little bit because like the tonality is a little different. Like, and you know what I mean? And he kind of like, I always hear a Nirvana song and I can tell it's a Nirvana song by the Yeah,
0: Right. See, I think that that's important too, though, is like how many, uh, iconic riffs that he created. Mm -hmm. That is important for a list like that too. Sure. Well, I think that (laughs) really, what he accomplished was that he just made like noisiness hooky. Mm -hmm. Like that was really what he was accomplished at. And I will say in the same, in the same vein, um you know you really know a dick dale song when you hear it if you know who dick dale is which you don't
1: you do you do really know it well hey look at well on the list i've just looked at a list in the meantime i found one from i believe 2015 and mm-hmm. kurt cobain and dick dale are right next to each other
0: wow yeah. that's pretty cool so there you go i bet they were pals
1: and, and john for is right after that i bet so, dick
0: dale and kurt cobain went and surfed one time <laughs> oh that'd be
1: cool terrible terrible uh jared's point is valid though like that's the point that i would make he's he <laughs> nice. is important to guitar I surf so, rock too. is important to guitar it's important to rock music sure. like even though it, it wasn't a super long-lasting genre sure. it's a long-lasting genre where the sounds that came out of surf rock were important in music from that point on
0: i don't disagree with that
1: so it's like these are important things, and it's in like surf rock is in the tonality of surf rock and like the way that like the, it was loud that's some of the first loud music like dick dale used a combination of a fender Showman amp and a fender uh strat in a way that allowed him to be louder than anyone else like what's more rock than just being louder than everyone exactly so like i don't know i think i think that in some ways the way that you've perceived it Kind of downplays it a little bit, Caleb. That's I'll be fine. honest.
0: I, I That's okay. You, you are you are entitled to that opinion.
1: So, but it's important. It's important to me because I think surf rock is, and the tonality of it's really cool. And I think that there's, and I've, and as I've uh researched and listened and tried to understand the way that they made those sounds, more and more, the more I hear surf rock in modern alternative and indie rock music, like Pixies have been described as an alt surf band like they are surf punk almost in a way like people have said and if you listen to Pixies like you can hear lots of surf related like in terms of the sound mm-hmm. stuff in there and uh, even um, even pavement has a lot of surf stuff in it that's really interesting and different so like it's a genre that has really like for me popped up all over the place since I've really been trying to focus on it which I think is pretty cool
0: I like Waves. That's a band that does kind of surf, surf punk sound.
1: Yeah, they're good.
0: Are we ready to vote? I guess. All right. Who would like to begin? This was Tyler's pick, so I say he uh, votes first.
1: All right, fine. Dick Dale.
0: If I were put in a room, uh huh, and I and I was asked, you have to listen to Dick Dale. Fiddle on the guitar for a full album or I had to listen to Lil Dicky Freestyle for the same length of time, I'd probably take take Lil Dicky on that one. So I'm going to go with a curveball and say Lil Dicky today. All right. That's not really a curveball because you talk shit about Dick Dale the whole time. We talk shit about Lil Dicky uh, the whole time. I don't, I don't we say. talk shit about no, both no, artists the no, whole time. No, 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 <laughs> no. I'm going to pick Lil Dicky. I like his uh, music more. Oh, my God. Uh, I didn't talk trash about Dick Dale, but, uh, I like, I mean, I've followed Lil Dicky for a lot longer. I get, I don't like his, I just, I mean, he's not like a better artist, but I like him more. So it's like, what's the criteria for this voting? But... I like the freestyle of Lil Dicky a lot. I'll go back and listen to his freestyle all the time. His Tim Tim Westwood freestyle, his Double XL freestyle, his Sway in the Morning, both freestyles where he talks about having sex with Michelle Obama in the end. That's pretty good. Right. And he's talking about Jesse Smollett getting beat up. Oh my God! He just breaks out the heat. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I I Lil just- Dicky. I just think I think when it comes down to it, Lil Dicky just happens to be a little bit more of an interesting artist. There's a reason that we know who Lil Dicky is, and there's a reason we don't really know who Dick Dale is. I don't well, know. we don't know who Dick Dale is because he didn't yeah. do music for thirty years. But more people know who Dick
1: Dale is than know who Lil
0: Dicky is. No, oh, I disagree with that. Hmm. You're I, don't wrong.
1: Know. I don't know. I, I don't think you're way I, I wrong. Think, I do you think, think you're not. Do you think allowing. that
0: largely more people know Dick Dale like, over
1: the course of music?
0: Yes. From the sixties on, more people knew. There's more people that were alive in that time span than all the people that the small group of people that know who Lil Dicky is now in this time. Sure. Do you understand how like time works? I do understand how time works. Yeah.
1: Like The time element is what I would have to, to question as well. Cause <laughs> it like yeah.
0: Like he's for his <laughs> people... album came out in 63. So okay. there's Here's... 50 years of people. At some point, learning about him. Yes, but okay, let me ask you a question. Are you saying that more people currently know about him? or more I'm talking about the span old? of life. Okay, well, yeah, but a lot of them are dead. So, like, Well, their opinions still matter, and their no, votes their should opinions, be counted.
1: No. Thank you, Jared. Their votes Counts don't count. You don't votes. count
0: dead people's votes. Two, their opinions don't matter. They're dead. Let they me can't you. express them. That was close. That <laughs> was close. I almost knocked my beer over. Let me ask you this oh, question, and then we'll be over with the show. Okay. Somebody... In this election, if they pass away, yeah. but they've casted their vote, so their vote was cast via mail ballot, uh-huh. before the election ends and they die, should their vote count? I don't have a for sure answer on that, but I can tell you that people who died in like the 70s who heard about Dick Dale, uh-huh. uh, they don't get to vote. Yes, 50 years later.
1: That's true. You don't think people in the 80s heard about Dick Dale because he was with SRV?
0: They also might be dead. Lil Dicky also has no Grammys.
1: Right. Dick Dale got Grammy. Okay. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Listen, you voted for Lil Dicky, so... I know, but I I might sway now. I'm not going to. Also, you're
1: like, you know... Like, the no one knows to say that people know Lil Dickie and no one knows Dick Dale is just like to ignore the reality of the time frame in which both people exist. Like, you have sure, to remove sure. the lens of like today's world to understand that, like, right. Dick the size of Dick Dale was bigger in the 60s than dual Dickie is today. Well, right,
0: let's go ahead and, uh, real quickly, let's throw over to Patreon. Uh, I think uh, one of the most interesting comments we got here is David Miller who said, uh, not voting. Never heard of Dick Dale. Wish I'd never heard of Lil Dicky. <laughs> I well, think, I'm pretty I think sure that's, that's, that's actually, the episode we just listened that's to.
1: Nearly a, that's nearly a vote for Dick Dale, really.
0: <laughs> nearly, <laughs> but it's <laughs> not.
1: It's significantly closer to a Dick Dale vote. Do we have any Dicky.
0: votes? Hold on. Okay. Uh, John, our patron, said, I made it about 30 seconds into Earth by Lil Dicky. Sounds like a song my four-year-old daughter made. And uh, Patreon tied. All right.
1: Really? They tied? They tied. Mm. Wow. Way to go, Patreon! Half of you have done a phenomenal job.
0: But you don't know which one.
1: I'm not saying which half.
0: Which half? Yeah.
1: No, they can determine which half. Maybe I'm maybe I'm arguing against my own vote.
0: Maybe you joined our Patreon? No. Oh. <laughs> that would be just about right. But if you <laughs> if you'd like to have your voice heard, be sure to check us out on Patreon.com/slash/RecordRoundtable. We uh, we're very very appealing. To some. Yeah. To some.
1: Yes. To Mm -hmm. some. And if you are one of those some, make sure you give monies to us and convince your other sums to give monies to us.
0: That's right. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of Good Band Bad Band. Let us know who you think is the good band on our various social media things. Send us an email. Join our Patreon account. Next week, we're talking about the Moody Blues Traveler. It's going to be a good one. Goodbye. How big was Dickie Dale's dick?